Save on glasses for classes at iMart Express. For a limited time, get two pairs of glasses with KidSafe polycarbonate lenses and a free frame warranty for just $79, a $200 value. And with a lens lab in every store, over 90% of glasses are made the same day. You'll also find a great selection of kids' frames to choose from. But hurry, two pairs with polycarbonate lenses for $79 and soon. Get the best back-to-school savings at iMart Express. Right glasses, right price, right now. Find your store at iMartExpress.com. Welcome to this edition of the Dose Leprechauns podcast. I'm your host, Jason Hendricks. And Leprechaun, Nate. Good job, Nate. All right, so big game today against Northwestern. Our last, what in the world? That's not supposed to be there. Sorry, we're just getting some technical difficulties worked out here. Uh, how's everybody doing today? We're having a great day. Uh, did you guys catch the Ohio State versus uh, Nebraska game? I thought Ohio State was going to pull that off, but... It's all right. Get them next time. I thought um, Nebraska was going to pull that off. That's what I thought. That's what I meant. Anyways, uh, so today, matchup against Northwestern. Nate, how you feeling about today's game? I feel pretty good. As long as Ian Book's our quarterback, we're fine. Oh, wow. Okay. Not much faith in Brandon. And then I think we'll see a little bit of Brandon Wimbush today. Uh, apologize in advance. I have a cold, so a little bit difficult for me to talk, but uh, we're still going to make it work. Uh, jump on if you want to comment and interact with us. We'll be able to uh, track your calls and everything like that. In about 10 minutes, we're going to have Coach uh, Jerry Faust on, so we're really excited to have him on. Uh, really honored that he uh, is going to take some time with us today. So, Nate, let's talk a little bit real quick about uh, last week's game against Navy. Uh, what did you think about the game? I know you, you and I were both there, so what did you think? Man, I thought it was a good game. I felt that we took over that stadium. Um, that's what we're going to need to do today. It should be a, another home game for us. You think it'll be a home game at Northwestern? Yep. Okay, well, it is close enough to Notre Dame that I know a lot of people are making the trek. So those of you that are out there, make sure you cheer loud, uh, bring us a win. Uh, I'm looking for, I think it's going to be a tight game. I've seen all kinds of different predictions. I've seen some people think we're going to win as much as 20. Uh, some people think we're going to win by a field goal. Uh, I don't care how many we win by as long as we get the win. Uh, it's going to be It's going to be a tough game. Northwestern's got... Um, uh, pretty good, pretty good offense. Their quarterback uh, is, is pretty good. Got to get their running game starting to come alive the last few games against Wisconsin, uh, but they did lose to Akron. And so, uh, although that was earlier in the season, I think a team that loses to Akron, I don't think has any business uh, competing with Notre Dame. But we'll see what happens. Which Notre Dame team shows up? Uh, Craig Mullins is asking Jason any word on Drew. Uh, all I know is that he's, he was listed as day to day. I personally don't think he's going to play, and I don't think he should play. Uh, Drew White came into the game against San Diego or uh, against Navy last weekend in San Diego, uh, did pretty well uh, in Drew's place. I, I say they play it safe and have a combination of Drew White, maybe even Jordan Ginmark Heath playing in Drew Trinkle's position. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, I don't think Drew's going to play today. Uh, Chris Kelly, go Irish, absolutely. Um, Again, we'll see what happens with Drew, but I don't see him playing. I had also heard that Troy Pride Jr. wasn't 100%, so we'll see if he plays. Uh, hope he does. But, uh, again, if they need to uh, go a different route with that, then uh, I'd rather them err on the side of caution with three games after this left. Uh, let them finish out the season strong. Uh, Bill Whaley says, I think it'll be tough, too. Northwestern's a very well-coached team. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Uh, Pat Fitzgerald always has his team ready to play. He's a former All-American from uh, Northwestern. Tough-nosed, gritty coach, tough-nosed, gritty team. So they're going to come. They're going to they're gonna hit. They're going to be physical. And I think Notre Dame just has to, to do the same. And hopefully their athletes will uh, uh, pull, them, pull them ahead at the end there. Uh, Ken J. Walters, I think he should rest today. Also agreed. Dean Wilson, Irish for life, absolutely. Uh, Christy, oh yeah, Madmore's in the house. Madmore Creations, you can see our sign right here. That's 
touch it for good luck. That's actually a Mad More Creation sign. I also want to give a big shout out to our producer, Corn Dog, who's in the house. Uh, he's helping us get. If you haven't noticed, we have a little bit of a new setup uh, going on here in the studio. I uh, have a Mevo now, so this, the picture quality should be a lot better. Sound quality should be better too. Let us know what you guys think about the picture and sound. If it, if it looks and sounds any better to you guys, uh, please let us know either way. Um, so again, uh, thank you guys for watching the show. Um, we are going to go ahead and give Coach Faust a call and have that conversation. Again, let us know, guys, if you are having any difficulty hearing uh, the podcast today. We're, we think we got the kinks mostly worked out. Uh, it's a work in progress, but we think we're, we're good to go. So let's see. Good afternoon, Coach Fallis. This is Jason and Nate with the Dose Leprechauns. Oh, you, you guys got it, got it done earlier, huh? Yeah, we got everything worked out, so we're able to get you on a little bit earlier. How are you doing today? Good, good. So your son told me you were playing some cards. What card game were you playing? Oh, yeah, generally. I play with a bunch of guys. Did you win, or are you up? Are you ahead? Or? Oh, I lost my shirt today. Oh, that's not good. Well... Hopefully you're wearing it now. We don't have you on live, but hopefully you're wearing it now. <laughs> okay. So, Coach, th th thanks a lot for taking the take, taking the time to talk to us today. We really appreciate the time. Better do it, Jason. Wanted to talk to you a little bit about. I know you follow the team real closely still. What do you think about the Irish as far after eight weeks? Well, I think that they're, they're playing very well. Uh, they're uh, seem to really uh, be a team effort. Uh, I think the coach, Kelly's doing an excellent job, and uh, I think uh, they recruited some quality people. Not only are they good athletes, but good people. Yeah, I think you're right. Now, what do you know about the Northwestern team? Pat Fitzgerald obviously is a very well, uh, well versed in, in playing the Irish. He's played us a few times. So, what do you think about this Northwestern team that they're going to see today? After Notre Dame, they came to Akron U and uh, took the program from Division One AA to One A. And uh, Terry Bowden is the head coach now, was our quarterback coach then when I was there. And they beat Northwestern at Northwestern this year uh, in the second game of the season and uh, uh, came from behind and did it. I thought Northwestern was going to have a real tough year, but they seemed to really respond in the last four or five games and are doing much better, you know, and playing much better. And, and uh, so I think that the game will be a, a great game to watch uh, uh, if you're just a spectator. Uh, but I, I think that uh, Notre Dame's got uh, an advantage in the aspect that uh, they have an opportunity uh, for them to go to uh, the Final Four for the national championship if they could keep it going. The problem is that every team that plays Notre Dame is one of their top two games. Yep. Uh, and uh, it, you, you, you'll find that they're always ready to play you, uh, no matter what score it is. And to beat Notre Dame, uh, it puts some uh, feathers in their pockets. <laughs> it, it, uh, and so every time we played teams, they were always up and ready to go and we just 
we had to do it from week to week uh, rather than one every two or three weeks. And this is what's occurring now that Notre Dame's uh, going to play a team that's going to really be up for them. Uh, I, I, I would be uh, very, uh, not very understand. I would be really surprised though, if Notre Dame doesn't control the game. They have a great running game. Their passing game's excellent. And their defense really has been doing very well. And their picking game is, is excellent also. Yeah. You know, I, you made a good point there in terms of controlling the game and controlling the clock. You know, uh, Coach Kelly made some adjustments on the offensive line. Aaron Banks is in there now at guard. And I think that was a, a really good adjustment he made against the Navy game. Aaron Banks is real physical, and I think you're going to need to be very physical against the Northwestern front seven, who are, who are some talented players. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good matchup. Um, I want to go back and talk about your career at Notre Dame and, and how that all came to be. Can you give everybody that may not know, I know most people know, but talk about how you transitioned from Moeller High School uh, to Notre Dame and, and how that all went down. Well, uh, it's, it's a, a sort of unique uh, situation, what happened. Uh, we had a, a lot of our kids... Every year at Moeller High School, we had 25, 26 kids get scholarships for football, uh, play college football, and their edu- get their education, you know. But uh, um, we had them at Alabama, we had them at Michigan, we had them at Ohio State, we had them everywhere. But the most of our kids, uh, uh, we have the, I think to this day, we're probably the one high school in the uh, country that has had more kids play at Notre Dame. Now, I don't know if that's factual now anymore or not, but at the time, uh, when I was there and after I was there, before I was there, when Aaron was a coach, uh, we had plenty of our kids go there. So I was uh, a senior in high school and played quarterback for my dad at Dayton Shelton. Uh, Catholic High School in Dayton, Ohio. My dad is in the High School Hall of Fame in the state of Ohio. He, he just was a tremendous coach and everything. But uh, I had visits everywhere and offered uh, uh, all kinds of scholarships. And I had a visit uh, to Notre Dame. And uh, so a lady was a coach at that time. And uh, so we had a workout and everything. And, and uh, the lady talked about coming to Notre Dame. I said to myself, you don't have to talk me into it, coach, I'm coming. But after, we we went in an indoor facility, so they were allowed to work out uh, at that time. And uh, I don't know what the rules are now, but uh, there were 15 quarterbacks there that day when I was there. There was about 100 kids in there being recruited that that weekend. And it was around Thanksgiving, and I think that's why it was so big. But uh, after I saw the first five or six quarterbacks throw the ball, I said, there's no way I could <laughs> play here. Mm-hmm. I said, maybe, maybe someday I could be the coach here. So that's how it all started. I uh, went to University of Dayton and played there. And great school. And, uh, I really loved the school. And, and uh, <clears throat> had a lot of great friends there. And uh, so I played there at the, uh, the quarterback for them. In those days, you had to play both ways, you know. So I played defensive back and yeah, quarterback both. But uh, uh, and, and I was coaching at Moeller, you know. Uh, uh, I had all kinds of offers from colleges. 
in high schools around the area or the country even. Uh, I told them one that I told them, no, I'm a stamp muller. I said, the only place I'd ever go would be Notre Dame, you know. And the funny thing about it was that uh, in spring game, my wife uh, uh, said, let's go up to spring game. I said, well, I don't have time. I'm asked my director of football coach at Muller. I just don't have time to do that. She says, well, we owe it to our kids. I said, Marlene, we spent quality time with our kids. She said, no, our kids that are playing for Notre Dame. We had six playing at Notre Dame at that time. Oh. And I said to her, you know what? I said, you're right. So we went up there. And the first place we went to was the crowd of the Blessed Mother. Uh, and I found out when I went up there being recruited uh, back in 1952. Uh, and uh, so, uh, 52, 53. So uh, I took the kids down there and everything. And, and uh, Senate Cables, uh, one for each one of the kids, one for uh, my wife and my parents who were living and her parents who were living. And then the last candidate that I became the head football coach at Notre Dame, I come to go out every day, I was on the campus. Two weeks later, I get a phone call from Father Joyce and uh, asked me if I'd be interested to sit. He told me, he said, Coach Dan Devine uh, is gonna step down after the season. He says he can't say anything to anybody or tell anybody. I called you. I said, I won't say a word to anybody. Because my coach's uh, my wife is not feeling well and he has to go to a dry climate. So we think he's going to step down after the season's over with. Uh, and would you be interested in being the head football coach? And I said, Father, it'd be a dream come true. And uh, so, anyhow, but two months later, uh, Right in December after we beat Ashland uh, for the state championship, uh, uh, we uh, I got a call and they offered me the job to be the head coach at Notre Dame. Wow! So dream came true. It's a great place. Uh, the, the people are super up there. The thing that makes Notre Dame it's a great place. The people that work there want to be there. Right. You know, it, it, it's a special place and. It's special to be on the campus and work there and everything. And that's why the place is so great because the people who work there really want to be there and uh, be part of Notre Dame. So uh, uh, it's, a, it's a special, special place. That's an awesome story. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, now you had some great players play for you. Do you have anybody that really stands out as somebody that you kind of were a father figure to that you were especially close to in your time at Notre Dame? people that interview me that I never single out a player because I felt all of them were were great and all of them uh, 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 helped us be what we were and uh, so uh, but we've had some kids that have uh, uh, have uh, received some honors and uh, one's Bob Prable who's in the Hall of Fame and then college football and that, and uh, and Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, is in the Baseball Hall of Fame, and Barry Arkins in the Baseball Hall of Fame. They both played football for us at Muller, and uh, a bunch of other ones. You know, it's tough to remember uh, which ones. I don't want to leave anybody out, but there's a lot of them. In fact, uh, John Maynard, the Speaker of the House, 
played linebacker for us at Moore High School. Okay, didn't know that. And he, yeah, he stirred. Uh, we were close contact still in the state. Uh, I haven't bugged him recently, but yeah. uh, he, uh, he does. He lives, you know, I think he lives in Florida now, and, and he's got his family and grandkids and that, so he's a great human being. Uh, funny thing about it that uh, uh, another situation is there's a uh, Father Paul Coleman, and Father Paul Coleman's a priest for the Holy Cross Order, and he went to Lower and established our team doctor, and he was our trainer, and then he came to Notre Dame, and he was our trainer at Notre Dame. Now he's at the Irma Dampus, and a professor there at the University of Notre Dame. Wow. He's a priest. Yeah. So I can go down and down, and all kinds of guys that really have made it big. And the neat thing about it is basically they've, what they've done is they haven't forgotten, forgotten their roots and they haven't forgotten that they should help people when they're financially very strong. And uh, I say 90% of the kids that play for it that are millionaires have really contributed back, not only to Moeller High School, but to help people out and former players that they played with sometimes need some help. And so they've really been good. I always tell coaches when I spoke at Facebook at clinic football clinics, the ways of the scoreboard keep your job, but the ways of the hearts of the young men you're coaching is they become winners in life and the real wins. And boy, we had a lot of real wins. And that's what, that's, what, that's one of the things. I'm sorry, guy. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, say that's one of the things that I think makes Notre Dame so special is that sense of community, sense of giving back, and being more about what happens on the football field, you know? Yeah. Uh, I had trouble hearing this, Jason. Uh, what, what did you say? No, I just said that's what makes Notre Dame so special is the fact that most of these players go on to do more than just be uh, stars on the oh, field. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. You're exactly right. Every kid from the lower high school that went there graduated. And that's amazing. Every one of them, and there's been a bunch of them. I don't even know how many there are. But when we were there, uh, we I can't remember how many scholarships we were allowed a year. It was either 25 or 30. It's changed so much, you know, I, I haven't really kept up with it. But we had only two kids. See, we had... Uh, we had one kid that didn't graduate. We had two kids that transferred because they felt they couldn't play at that level and wanted to play. And they graduated, and all the other kids graduated from Notre Dame. That's amazing. We, we've actually had two of your former players on the show before, uh, Bob Grable and uh, Tony Hunter, who wanted us to tell you hello. So, uh, oh, they're two of the best. Oh, yeah. They are. both played at Muller. Yep. Grable, Grable was a head football coach at Muller for nine That's years. Right. For eight years, yeah, did a great job. I talked to, oh, I said about once every two weeks. And I talked to Tony about uh, four or five times. Here, in fact, I left San Francisco. Just called me the other day, and I talked to him. So uh, I keep in touch with most of them. Good, you know, oh, that's great. And yeah, see if I can help them out or anything like that. You know, they're just great kids. 
Now, you, you had some real quality time at Notre Dame, but I think one of the things you're most known for is that you started that winning streak against the hated ones over here on the West Coast, USC. What do those game? What do you remember about those games against USC as your coach? As you were a coach? Uh, yeah, we were the first time in 16 years to went out there on the West Coast. Yeah, in fact, uh, we lost one game out there. But the next day, the headlines in the paper were uh, uh, Southern Cal wins with the Phantom touchdown. Hmm. We were covering the ball, you know, and the uh, referees, uh, they didn't have replay in those days, you know. But our kid, uh, one of our kids from the played of Dayton, all of them were covered uh, covered the fumble, and uh, we won that one too. So uh, uh, it's uh, it's amazing. Uh, but uh, those things happen. I know afterwards, uh, I, I went to the locker room, and uh, I went to see the officials, and they were down in another locker room, and I just told them, I said, when any of your referees come in, and uh, talk to our football team uh, because uh, I don't know what to say to them after that that uh, phantom touchdown <laughs> and they, they all got shook up and I said hey good luck to all of you <laughs> I, I left I left and <clears throat> all I did and then I went down to my uh, coaches can't remember the coach's name but he's the head coach there so the county retired after that game and uh, I went down and Congratulate the team, uh, Southern Cal team, for winning the game. That's awesome. Yeah, anytime we beat SC is a good time for me because we live out here on the West Coast and take a lot of heat from yeah, the we, guys. we beat them, I think, three straight there at the end. Yeah. It could have been five straight, to be honest with you, because we missed two field goals in the one game. For, and uh, uh, we won, had that. We won beat them five times, but we won the last three. Uh, the thing about it was that uh, Funny story. Uh, I had a press conference before the Southern County at home, you know, and, and uh, one of the, uh, the uh, sportscaster says, Coach, are you going to come out in green? And I said, No, I said, there will always be blue in our uniform because that's a, uh, the, the plus and minus colors, you know, the blue, blues. And uh, so, yeah, we go out in the first half. And, uh, we're, we're, we're beating them, I think, 24 nothing or something like that. And uh, we had it all set up for the second half to come out uh, with a green jersey on. You know, cause just, so we come out in the second half the green jerseys on. The kid, they, they went crazy. <laughs> so anyhow, after the game was over with, we won the game big. And the guy says, I thought she told us that, that she would always have blue in your uniform, in your jerseys. I says, well, did you look at the jersey? And they said, no. I says, there's a blue stripe on both sides <laughs> of the green. I said, so we had two blue stripes there. <laughs> and they said, oh my gosh. Then they asked me, he said, why did you put them on the second half? You said you went 24 nothing. And I told him, I says, well, I always understood that there's two halves to a game. And I said, the game's never over until it's over, you know. So That's awesome. it was sort of funny, but yeah. uh, uh, most of it, I always got along with the press. They're, they're good people. Great little things, you know, you don't like to see or read, you know, but hey, that's their job. Sure. So I never, I never condemned any of them. 
couple couple questions from our audience coach uh, Jason Lynch from Arkansas would like to know uh, in your recollection recollection what was your biggest win in your career uh, oh, you know that's that's any game we played it was it was a win it only won you know and uh, I never played any amount it as other people have but I haven't I don't uh, uh, every team we had was a great team and uh, I think our worst record was 6-2-2 two two in high school and we were uh, 174 wins 17 losses and two ties and we won 92 of our last 93 games we lost that one 13-12 on a field goal that hit the middle bar and bounced over so you know all our teams had something good about it so I never single out one or never single player out alright well that's fair enough fair enough so, um, Coach, I know you you got to get back to a really important game at Gin Rummy. Is there anything you'd like to tell the fans before we let you go? Uh, I finished the Gin Rummy game. I didn't do very well in it. <laughs> but but uh, for the fans of football, uh, just stay behind your team. If you're a Notre Dame fan, uh, God bless you. I uh, have great love for the university and uh, have a great love uh, for the three. But every place I coached was blue and gold. Lower was blue and gold, and uh, Notre Dame was blue and gold, and after you was blue and gold. Can you believe that? That's crazy. That's you know, a weird coincidence. Well, three schools at Akron News are great, they doing a great job. They're four and four right now, and, and uh, they, uh, they, they, we took it to Division One back in 1986 or 87. We went to Division One, and uh, they never had a team do that. So it was very difficult because we didn't get any exceptions for scholarships or anything like that, you know. So it took four or five years for us to catch up in numbers to the other Division One schools. That's yeah, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, there's there's so much going against Notre Dame with the weather and the, the academics. That's no no doubt for sure. Um, yeah. Well, I think you know. Uh, I always feel this way, you know. Uh, uh, Notre Dame, the, those young men that play for Notre Dame, uh, they they play at their top all the time because they wanted to come to Notre Dame because it's a special place. And that, I, I don't know of anywhere else that uh, a lot of kids came there because they just wanted to get their degree from Notre Dame. They just wanted to walk the campus of Notre Dame and be part of Notre Dame. Absolutely. Coach, before we let you go, I wanted to let you know, when we announced that you were coming on the show uh, the other day, the, the response was unlike anything we've seen before. There were so many people that shared different stories about what you've done for them or impact you made in their life simply by just being kind to them. There was a gentleman that shared a story about a, uh, that you, he helped you buy a car. That was Frank Johnson. So just a lot of people have a lot of love for you still, and uh, we really appreciate you coming on and what you've done for the university. Well, Jason, it's a pleasure meeting you out of the air. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully someday I get to meet you in person. And it's uh, great that you cover Notre Dame and on the West Coast. And, and uh, uh, I just want to wish you the very best. And, and God bless you and, and all the Notre Dame fans and all the fans out there listening to your program. God bless them too. Thanks, Coach. God bless and go Irish. Thank Thanks for having me on the program. Yes, sir. Take Go care. Irish. See you later. Bye now. Bye-bye.
All right. So great call there with Coach Jerry Faust. That was a lot of fun catching up with him. Uh, you know, some people had the nerve to uh, inbox and say, you know, Coach Faust had a losing record. But uh, when you hear that story about going from Moeller High School uh, as a high school football coach to then going to your dream job of Notre Dame, I mean, that's the stuff of legends right there. And uh, just a really cool story. Just uh, once again, just another thing that makes Notre Dame so special. Uh, and Moeller really was a pipeline for Notre Dame for so long. Um, Uh, were affected by Coach Coach Faust. Uh, sorry for the technical difficulty there. Um, so, anyways, uh, thank you guys all for the comments there. Real quick, Nate, let's talk a little high school football. We talked about Moeller High School. Let's talk about Notre Dame, Titan, Riverside football. Let's talk about that win last night against Citrus Valley. Nate, how how our boys do? Good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that feedback. Uh, I know his dad uh, watches the show, Rodney Koenig. Uh, five touchdown passes over 200 yards uh, in the air. Uh, Notre Dame advances to play San Jacinto uh, next Saturday at RCC. So we're proud of the Titans. Uh, Nate just finished up his season. First ever season to tackle. What do you think about your first season? It was cool. Super talkative today with Leprechaun Nate. All righty. All right. Well, um, that's going to do it today. We want to keep our shows to about a half hour. Um, thank you guys for watching. Please share the show. Uh, we're really close to getting to 3,000 likes and follows on our, I'm sorry, 4,000 likes and follows on our Dose Leprechauns page. If you're not following that page, please do. Please share the page. Uh, we have some merchandise available. Uh, a lot of great features, a lot of great edits from Wayne Smith, uh, great stories from Patrick McCormick and Jason Pruitt, uh, cool videos from our guy Ben Walters, uh, Matt David, Jason Lynch. Appreciate all your help on all the page, all the things we do on the page. So continue to share those and, and check our page out. Um, looking forward to a good game, guys. It's gonna be close. I really don't see us blowing them out, especially on the road. Uh, a little bit of the hangover after Navy, but I do think we pull out a close one uh, toward the end there uh, in, at Northwestern. So have a great game day. Talk to everybody later. Um, go Irish. Have a great day. And we'll see you guys next time. Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off from just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in store and save even more with five bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim Try-On-A-Thon. Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy, valid 812 to 821, excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items, and jewelry. $5 discount valid with jeans purchase. Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off from just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in store and save even more with five bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim Try-On-A-Thon. Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy, valid 812 to 821, excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items and jewelry, $5 discount valid with jeans purchase.